3: I am all in.
4: I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio Podcast. Hey
1: everybody. Hi. Hi.
5: <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I'll
1: just get right into it. I I liked it. I really thought it was a great episode, but I it stressed me out. Why? Tell because why. it was so drama rama. It was so yeah. much drama rama going on. It was heavy stuff, right? And I mean, the Jess arc, and you know, the, the Emily mm-hmm. not wanting Lorelai around. It was stressful. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was just. It wasn't light and as fun as I you know i like these episodes to be but again amy tends to have a different writing style than her husband and so when amy is writing directing she's controlling everything and you know you're going to get one of these really heavy episodes and it was filled with great lines and humor yeah. and all that stuff but the but the you know but the but the narratives and the themes were it was just very i was exhausted after watching
5: this episode and she obviously <laughs> wrote it because it was intended to yeah be the launching pad for a Jess, Rob Estes, Sherilyn Fenn spinoff.
1: Right, and that's what I thought was kind of peculiar about it because what am mm-hmm. I doing in Venice, California with Rob right. Estes, Milo, and Sherilyn Fenn? Not that that isn't a great uh, triple right. threat right there, okay? All all great, but it just it just felt foreign. It just mm-hmm. felt like, you know, and then we go back to Stars Hollow and a door opening in Emily's house, and it's like, what? What's happening? Right, you know, right. so, so yeah, it was a little odd for me. Uh, although I enjoyed the California stuff, but mm-hmm. um, anyway, that's my initial impression. I, I loved the episode. I was fully engaged, actually, uh, but it, it was a little it, it was a little stressful for me.
5: <laughs> yeah, I've only seen this episode twice. I saw yeah. it when it ran the first time, right? You know, on television. I watched it once on the DVDs, and I've never watched it again because I remember not being into it. Almost like this never became a thing. I don't need to rewatch this one because this just didn't become a thing. Right. This third time though, I liked it the best of all the three times I've ever watched it. Mm -hmm. I tried to watch it like in a different way and I liked it much more. I didn't like it when I watched it originally because it felt like a different show. Like, why am I watching this?
1: Right, no. And you know what? I'm being insufferably rude and i apologize i, I failed to introduce everybody <laughs> what the heck is wrong with me <laughs> danielle romo welcome hello hello amy sugarman hello <laughs> and we're joined also by the one and only traveling tara oh, suey yes. who yes. shows really up who shows up when she- I mean, it's just she you need her. the
6: traveling. You guys, I have like four weeks in a row I think I'm going to be out of town coming up. Four? Four, four weekends.
1: The, four, wow.
5: Wow. Yeah. But was yeah. the time with Matt Zukri the best? <laughs> I mean, Matt and God. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, we're still
1: like glowing from the Matt Zukri experience. I mean, it's just like the guy, you know, I, I want to interview him every week. For God's wait, I'm not sake. gonna lie to oh, I you. It. I went
6: back and watched like a couple episodes. Well, no, I think I mentioned it last week, but I went back and watched the revival just because I wanted to see him in it.
5: Oh my god. I did the same thing. I didn't watch <laughs> I didn't watch the revival, but I I snuck ahead. I cheated and I went to I wanted yeah. to see Matt's first appearance. Oh my god, wait, Amy, I went to see that clip, and really funny enough, my friend's husband
6: is in the background of that episode, and he's currently on a CW show. So no! I need to like
5: text her. Oh, yeah, save that for Super- when we get there. Save that. Yeah. See
1: that's 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 called being zookreed. That means you break the rules. You've been zookreed. You've been you you it's not being Gilmore anymore. It's being zookreed. You he forces you to break the rules and cheat we, and go ahead and watch the episodes when you're not we supposed
5: must. to. Make that a thing. Uh-huh. You've been Zookreed, which just Zukried. means You've you been. have gotten hard eyes, hard eyes. You've right? been blessed by Matt <laughs> <Zukried>. <laughs>
1: Uh Anyway, uh, I am all in podcast, 111 uh, Productions, iHeartRadio. And here we are uh, kicking off. Uh, what is this? Episode 21 or 22? This is 21, isn't it?
4: 21. Here oh, comes my the sun.
1: Go ahead, Daniel. Take us away.
4: All right, so as Scott just said, season three, episode 21, here comes The Sun, air date May 15th, 2003, and the synopsis is, Rory is busy with finals, and she has an insanely busy schedule of things to get done before graduation, and we find out through her yearbook signatures that she is the valedictorian of her class. (laughs) Lorelai and Emily have another fight when Lorelai picks up Rory from her house, We get to meet Miss Celine, who is dressing Emily and Richard for (laughs) Rory's graduation. Paris was accepted to three colleges, Yale, Princeton, and Columbia, and Lorelai bonded with her at the very end of the year. Meanwhile, 3,000 miles away, Jess visits his dad, Jimmy, in Venice, California, and asks to stay for a while because he has nothing left in Stars Hollow.
1: So uh, thank you, uh, Danielle. Um, You know, just right off the top, and then we'll we'll take it uh, from the beginning, but I just want to get this in. Sure. Um, and just just to comment on what you were saying, Amy, uh, yeah, it felt like another show when we went mm-hmm. to California with people trying to talk like they were in Gilmore Girls.
5: Yeah, and, and it and, didn't and, feel
1: like Gilmore. Girls. It had
5: Gilmore esque qualities. Correct. Like Maisel does, like Bunheads did, but it did feel like you're like watching a different show. Also, yeah. note it's here comes the sun. But for people listening that can't read it, it's S O N. Get mm. it. Here mm-hmm. comes the sun.
1: Yeah, just sun.
5: To, for those listening and not.
1: So anyway, Amy, take us uh, take us from the top of this, and we'll
5: uh, we'll, right, do, so- we'll, we'll do
1: <laughs> chronological, okay? And
5: in my memory, because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in you know fifteen years, maybe eighteen years, whenever the DVDs for this season came out. In my memory, I wasn't sure that Lorelai and Rory were in it at all. I was like, is this just a full, like, Jess, <laughs> yeah. Rob S.D., Sherilyn Fenn episode? I feel
6: like it, it should have been, in my opinion. I feel like yeah. going back to Stars Hollow kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, yeah. you know.
1: Lorelai was light in this episode, and I really mm-hmm. liked her in this episode because she mm-hmm. wasn't so manic, and she wasn't so stressed out all the time, except for that one scene uh, in in uh, her parents' house, in Emily and Richard's house, which and she right. was justifiably kind mm-hmm. of offended. And, yeah. But I I really liked her in this because she was a little calmer um, and ha- just ha- sort of celebrating her daughter and feeling great about that in every scene, pretty much. So mm-hmm. it, 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 that was a nice, nice touch. Anyway, take us uh, All right. So we start away.
5: in Weston's, which I thought was interesting. Why weren't we at the diner? But we were at Weston's. We were at Weston's. And- it's yeah. so funny because when they start at Weston's, I was like, are Luke and Lorelai in the fight? Because why are they at Weston's? Like, right. I have no idea why they weren't at Luke's. Hmm. I could only come up with to honor Fran because like Fran passed away, but Mm -hmm. Weston's is still Mm -hmm. open. I I don't know. So they're talking about the trip to Europe. So that's important. Uh, Lorelai has curly hair and is wearing the peace shirt, which I liked. And then basically Lane comes in to talk about her brochures she's got for college. And that's sort of the (laughs) gist of where we're at. There's two parks, (laughs) one for guys, one for girls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a good bit. Yeah, <laughs> Rory's are like two parks, and then yeah, Laura, and- Laura like chimed in one for boys.
5: <laughs> My big question there was why Westons?
1: Um, yeah, let's. Hopefully, cute the fans can help scene. us out. Yeah, it was a good scene. It was definitely a good. It was a good opening scene.
5: So then well, the credits roll, and we realize, okay, special guest star Rob Estes. So we know, okay, he's back, mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. we even sh- see Sherilyn Fenn's name mm-hmm. in the credits. So. We then still are at Lorelai's, or so, so we're still with Lorelai, so we're still in Star's Hollow. So we see uh, Lorelai in the leopard dress with the cute sweater. She's trying to be very quiet, making the coffee, which I was like, why is she trying to be so quiet? And then Rory is studying, and just she's got so much to do before graduation. So that's sort of the gist. So we learn one other tidbit is that she's going to see Emily her grandma, to talk about what Emily's going to wear to graduation. And then we see Luke in the doorway. And I actually was startled by that. It was like, no, what's he doing there? So <laughs> that's sort of the setup. And then she goes out and realizes, because Luke tells her, Jess is gone.
1: Yeah, I like and- that scene. I like mm-hmm. that scene a lot. I liked it. And uh, he actually carried her over to the other side of the house. Yes, Not it was carried a new- her, but, he, but he got physical. Fiz- you know, he actually touched her.
5: And you it know, was also he, a new he, angle of the porch. We haven't seen that much.
1: Right, right, right. But I like that scene. I like that scene.
5: Yeah, it a was lot. great. And it was um
1: and it showed his his um you know, him feeling uh, really like a big failure. And, and yes. he acknowledged that. And I thought that was a po- very poignant moment in,
5: the, yeah, in so not, yes, Yeah, so not yes. So not only has yeah. he come to tell Lorelai because he's worried about Rory, he then really <sighs> kind of says, you know, I failed him. And I do know what you're talking about. I even wrote a note, the arm touch.
1: But it was more. It was more it like was he, significant. he He moved her and she didn't mind it. You know, it was like he, he moved her whole body over around there because he was so concerned that Rory did mm-hmm. You know, he's protecting mm-hmm. Rory. He mm-hmm. didn't want her to hear this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
5: So, so far, what do you think?
1: I, of the episode?
5: Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, just put I, these two scenes before we... Go to Santa Monica, Venice.
1: I think there's a big void there without Jess. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm, you know, I'm wondering what's happening. And, you know, without Jess there, that really does take away a lot from from the proceedings. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was very curious about what was going to unfold. And pretty pretty quickly, we get to him getting off the bus, right? Right. Is that it's... the next uh, little portion there?
5: Exactly. That's exactly right. So, Danielle, oh. did you immediately know he's in California um, like once he got off the bus, absolutely. But oh, yeah, like,
1: the, yeah, the Beach Boys yeah. music gave it away. Pretty, <laughs> okay. Little,
4: no, it was literally like, and hello, that's Venice Beach. Like just, just growing up here. I'm like, like oh. you know, that's Venice. Yeah. Within a, a, a
5: second. Coming soon. There's a very significant shot scene on a uh, scene shot on the Santa Monica pier. So mm-hmm. he gets off, he's in Venice, uh, santa monica area the beach boys must have cost a pretty penny to get that stalled. oh my goodness <laughs> yeah and uh he's it's very iconic with him and his jess look the leather jacket leather jacket the on the beach with the girls cartwheeling and you're immediately like fish out of water yeah Okay. like
1: like take the jacket off you got to be sweating under there with a hoodie yeah. and a leather jacket standing on the beach in venice i mean for god's sake it's already 90 Center, degrees i
5: almost had to fan myself right now just it's so hot okay
1: he's that cool right okay
5: so then we quickly go back again so there's a lot of that throughout this episode of like california stars hollow california stars hollow so oh. we're going mm-hmm. back and forth hmm.
4: can i make one note that i noticed right off the bat and then pays off even a little bit later like right when jess gets off the bus there's just dogs and i'm like oh we ha- i don't think we've seen dogs on set yet or at least not for a while and i was like interesting and then fast forward to the scene which we'll talk about in a little bit i was like why are there so many dogs in california i'm pretty sure they're all over
5: Actually the u.s <laughs> so we go back to the Gilmores and we, the significant thing is we learn she grabs the letter out of the mailbox and we learn that Rory has been denied financial aid because of the $75,000. Oh, yeah. So that's sort of that piece. And then we're immediately back in Venice and we see Jess going to 422, whatever mystery street mm-hmm. and this house, how he knew where to go. I'm not a, totally sure. Do you think um I was actually thinking about this? Do you think
6: that he actually looked at his license? Because remember he left his wallet, right?
5: I he don't because in the, in the last episode. But why would he have not freaked out? He just gives the wallet if he saw the name, if he looked at it enough to see the address and knew that was his dad, he's <clears> not <throat> gonna say something immediately well, to Well, that's Luke? why I was like, how do you know the address? These are this is plot It
6: also I don't like know. it could be, you know. Does he know his? Did he know his dad's name? Like I don't know. Also,
4: have back then there was like yellow books. You know what I mean. Oh, you can true. just like go through people. You know, <laughs> and find Jimmy Mariano. All mm-hmm. right, that's
5: where they live. Mm-hmm. It's called true. Yeah. The yellow pages.
4: Oh, whatever. But yet, <laughs> it
5: wouldn't be in the yellow pages because that was where businesses were. Oh. Mm-hmm. It would have been in the white pages. Okay. But yes, <laughs> it probably could have been listed.
1: So, wow. You know, I I found <laughs> all of these scenes particularly heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, it was difficult for me to watch it personally. Uh, uh, no, I don't want you. And, y- y- you know, all of that. So I thought Sherilyn Fenn was great. She really was. She was. She's just great. I mean, she played the heck out of that part.
5: Man. I agree. And did you not see a little of, oh, it kind of does make sense why she was considered to be Lorelai.
1: Oh, without
5: question. You're like, oh, without I get question. it.
1: question. Yeah. Yeah.
5: She's sort of... Okay. Yeah, you're yeah, kind of she almost Lorelai.
1: Was first choice. She was first choice, I believe. Yeah. yeah.
5: Now I know people are going to murder me because I want to say a spoiler, but obviously Amy Sherman Palladino loves Sherilyn Fenn because this is not the only role Sherilyn Fenn plays on Gilmore Girls. Wait, right, really? Right, really? Right.
1: Yes, she played my ex uh, yeah. girlfriend or something. Yeah. yeah. Or was she that Machen, back, Or was that Majen Amick?
5: No, I'm pretty sure she is. You know, the mother. I
1: I may be mistaken. It, it, I think Mage and Amick may have been uh, uh, the first choice for the role of Loyalie.
5: Oh, I always thought it was Sherilyn Fenn. We it, need to fact check that.
1: Yeah, we let's fact check it because I think because I, it was one Sherilyn
5: of other- comes back, so we won't ruin it. But I'm ninety nine percent sure Sherilyn Fenn mm-hmm. comes back and plays another character. Danielle, just turn she your mute, mute for a second. The mother of. Oh, oh, Am I right? Uh-huh. I mean, I'd love for someone to check, but I'm 99% sure she plays Sasha in one episode. She does. And then she plays You Know Who. Correct. Yes. Okay. I just looked okay. it up. Okay, okay great. Oh, so, okay. and I'm pretty sure she was a front runner. To, you, you're good, Danielle. Sorry, poor Danielle's giving Come us Come on, on back, <laughs> Danielle yes hi thank you hi
1: how you doing
5: i feel like i'm in
4: family feud where they (laughs) say the answers like and i'm in like a sound like (laughs) the answer is
1: (laughs) welcome back to the feud
3: At PurdueGlobal.edu.
5: So, what did you think immediately, Danielle, too, of Sherilyn Fenn? What were your initial, Sasha?
4: I think she's cool. Mm -hmm. I I like her character a lot. Um, uh, I thought the whole storyline is interesting because she has the daughter, and yet Jimmy didn't really say much about Jess. You know, Mm -hmm. like, and she confronts him about it and she's, like, angry. Um, She obviously wants to be married because she kind of, like, did that little dig at him, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think she's cool. I think she's super, like, strong, independent, cool person. Mm -hmm. That was my thoughts.
5: Yeah. Scott? Scott?
1: Yeah, I, a great character. I, I wish they had her come back more and more and more as that character. Maybe mm-hmm. she visited – just they they got uh, Jimmy uh, and Jess back to Stars Hollow so that she could come back mm. with her daughter. You know, I cuz she's so great. You know, and yeah, they're also you... great. Would, uh, like get it out of Venice. And I know Shh. I know they were setting up the pilot and the spin-off and all that right. stuff. But why not bring her back?
5: Yeah, did anybody else think Sherilyn Fenn is so good that almost Rob Estes became secondary? I agree. Like he was yeah. so good in the previous episode, and he's so important here. But she really stood out to me, and she was very Gilmore. Yeah,
4: it's because she wore the pants. Mm-hmm. I, that's a the great uh, a the great way to describe pants. it. Like she definitely <laughs> right. she definitely wore the pants right. in that relationship. Right,
1: right, right. Which is why I thought the characterization of of the Rob the Rob Estes character, the Jimmy, I don't know if that was I don't know if it could have been better.
5: That's right. Because it doesn't I, work I, I, as well in this be, than it so, did last so, week.
1: But so why not write him as a guy who's super laid back and chill and and just like, you know, just a lover and a, a and a peacenik in the whole thing. Not this, you know, agitated sort of uptight guy. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He, so, Rob
5: Estes is to me Much better in the episode before this one. This one is really Sherilyn Fenn's episode. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
5: the house, everything was Gilmorey. Her, her mannerisms, her way. The house is Gilmorey. The colors are bright. The clowns.
4: Oh, the clown. (laughs) The literal clown dolls. I wanted to mention that. Mm -hmm. There were so many. And I'm like, there was a shrine of clown dolls. I'm like, that puts the pillow to shame.
5: Totally. (laughs) Totally. The quirkiness of the daughter being in the cupboard or Mm -hmm. the other, you know, she's always hidden reading her books, which I thought. Very Rory. And and then we. The dogs and the cats.
0: All the dogs and all the cats. All
5: the books. In mm-hmm. Jimmy's room, the books and the records. And you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, there's a lot to unpack here.
1: What do you think was wrong with Jimmy? Like that he just got his act together five years ago. And he's still kind of nervous and agitated and and schmucky. And I mean, how do you talk that way to your son? No, I don't want you here. I don't want to be a father. That's why I, w- I went away 17 years. I mean, this is just like you're sticking a knife in your in your kid's heart again and again and again. And I just thought... Man, this is this is hard to hear.
5: Yeah, and it's and hard Liz to watch. This is no it. prize from what we know of Liz up till now, too.
1: So um, I don't know. I I was so thrown off by how the character of Jimmy was written, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I just kept rewriting him in my head every time he came on screen. I said, he's got to be a different guy. He's got to well, go- hey, It's got to be the opposite of what this is. It can't You're- be close. You know know what I'm saying? Make him completely different so that those lines come out easier.
5: You're not wrong because Mm -hmm. we all can talk about the elephant in the room. This did not become a show, which we'll talk about at the end. But this does not become a show. And Mm -hmm. so obviously there were things that did not work. Either the network didn't think they worked or somebody didn't think they worked because this did not become a spinoff. So anyway, we Danielle, you, you go. You look like you're...
4: Yeah, I had, like, a very interesting, um, like, I found a very interesting parallel in this episode. I feel like there's a lot of similarities between Jimmy and Luke in the sense that they have their own um, uh, Mm restaurant-type thing that they're in charge of. However, they're showing that they're very similar in their work and what they do and their work ethic. Because when we saw Jimmy at... Um, Dante's Inferno like he was like literally like very invested in his work different than the kind of guy we usually see Mm -hmm. but then outside of work you see the the massive difference between Luke and Jimmy yeah but I feel like they almost did that on purpose like they're very similar people but very very different and I thought that was like a really interesting kind of parallel between the two characters I did too
5: Scott did you did you notice that
1: um gosh uh yeah I don't know that I saw a lot of similarities there um, I'm just I'm, just from a work perspective yeah like they, you know I mean but how uh, but we have we just saw him in that one quick scene with a pickle jar uh, but
5: don't you, know, you think it was a conscious choice by by people writers Amy whoever that Jimmy also has a restaurant I felt like that had to be yeah a choice that was made intentionally very intentionally
1: yeah maybe i mean i don't know i can't get inside their head man they're blowing my mind
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> just want to sit here and drink my wine man. see that's the kind of character i wanted jimmy to do to yeah. be
5: yeah do you like jimmy from what you know from this episode, i do not London i War.
1: wouldn't yeah. i don't want to spend time with him he's unhinged he's 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 shaking in his in his inside of his body he's just quaking all the time
5: what about Sasha uh,
1: it's like he's in withdrawal all the time so maybe he is maybe that's the character I don't know but uh uh Sasha who's Sasha the that's the Sherilyn hit. Fenn. oh she's brilliant I mean it was a brilliant character yeah brilliant I want to, yeah, I just wanted Jimmy to be a hippie I just wanted to be like a real like a throwback hippie not a I didn't want to hate him I'm right. kind of I'm kind of tired of hating people on the show. Okay. You know, it's like I, I I like reserve that for Emily or sometimes Richard and sometimes Tricky. I mean, that part of the family <laughs> takes Christ care of that.
5: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know,
1: and You're- but the thing is I think it's probably ingenious because it makes Jess seem so much more likable.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: That he's got this total schmuck of a father. I mean what a schmuck. And 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 now Jess is looking now we're rooting for him and now we're behind him 100%. So it is probably Well, you know, have
5: to assume if this was choice. to be a launching pad for a show, right. it can't just be Jimmy like, "I love you. I'm sorry I left you yeah. 17 years yeah. 18 years ago. Come on in. Let's all be the Brady Bunch." There mm-hmm. has to be like because if this was going to be a show, obviously the conflict between Jimmy and Jess would have been major. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Amy, you
4: were saying like what happened within the last five years to make Jimmy kind of shift a little bit. Maybe it is Sasha. Maybe Sasha came into his right. life and was like, I think Scott posed that
5: good question. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Sorry.
4: Time. But um, mm-hmm. but like one thing I found interesting is that I. Or I think we would have gotten the Jimmy that you're talking about, Luke. <laughs> Luke Scott. <laughs> 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 oh, that was bound to happen once. I made it through three seasons and 21 episodes. Like wishful Damn it. Thinking.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Scott. So um, I feel like <laughs> that was great. Um, I feel like what you were saying that you wanted him to be this like laid back. Oh, sorry, dude. Like can't do <laughs> this. I think he. We would have had that if Sasha wasn't like. You need to talk to Jess Uh, and you need to do this now. Like, I'm pissed, you know? Like, I feel like if he didn't have that external motivator, he wouldn't have done that. And he would have been like,
5: sorry, dude, like, we don't have room. Can I throw something out to you, Scott, and see what you think? Amy Sherman-Palladino, obviously, it's undeniable, she writes strong women, right? I mean, Lorelai, even on Bunheads, those are strong women, Mazel, Strong Women. She always writes Strong Women. I wonder if the problem for this spinoff was that Sherilyn Fenn, she's writing perfectly, and she also can write Jess. We know that. But maybe it's Jimmy that just didn't seem to be enough for a whole show. Because maybe she just wasn't, like, because really, like we all said, she's the episode is Sherilyn Fenn.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: So maybe the
5: network was like, there's no Jimmy Jess. So we're at Senior Palooza and there's cute boys carrying boxes and Rory's on the phone with grandma. And I think this is where Lorelai is trying to sell the tickets to the the yacht party. So let's talk about that and then we'll go back and we'll learn more about what we can figure out on the Mm -hmm. Milo slash Jess. So what did you think back at the school? You know the Paris scene with Lorelai, essentially the hug. Remember that?
1: I thought it was funny. You know, Uh, it it was it was straight up comedy, and uh, you know Paris needed it, and Paris was being Paris, and Lorelai was just so happy she didn't care about getting rejected. She's ah, come on, you know, she was in such a good mood because her daughter was accepted in Val Victorian and the whole, and and just wanted to give her a little mom love because she needs it. And it was a good scene. Yeah, she doesn't it, it, have
6: that, like that hug. Yeah, I don't think she that. ever gets a hug like that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: right, uh, right. And no.
6: my favorite
5: is when Lorelai was like, "You can release your fist." Yeah. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> <laughs> "It was good advice." Lorelai gave her about college, saying, yeah. "You pick where you want to
0: go." Yeah,
1: yeah. She was, oh. She's a great. She's a great mom. I mean, I. She really displayed her. She was enjoying uh, the fruits of her labor. Uh, in, in this episode. and She she proved to be just a spectacular mother. So it was fun. Fun to watch. Yeah.
5: Work. And then we just see that there's still a little... We're, see we're how building. fun it is when you
1: watch people celebrate? <laughs> right. Yeah. We're
5: building towards a little drama with Emily because we can see Rory on the phone with her trying to figure out this outfit and kind of saying, I got to go over there. So we're setting up that. And that there's prominent use of cell phones now.
4: Oh, yeah. And also... Rory has makeup on in this episode I Mm -hmm. like specifically put that down She looks way more um, Mature like she Mm. was wearing lipstick She had some blush on I was like oh I haven't seen Rory With makeup on like this Mm -hmm. I, I don't know I wrote it down I noticed that
3: At PurdueGlobal.edu.
5: Okay, so we're gonna go back to LA to the Santa Monica Pier. And interestingly, I just realized we haven't even seen Jimmy yet. We're this far into the episode, and we've only seen Cheryl and Fenn. So the more I think about it, the more I feel like this would have been the Cheryl and Fenn show. But anyway, so we go back. Clearly, we're on the Santa Monica Pier, looked amazing. She's they're doing the walk and talk. And she knows everybody in town. We kind of learned that right away. It felt very gilmore And then we get to Dante's Inferno and the pickle situation.
1: Yeah, they were in a real pickle. You know. <laughs> Didn't really understand what they were talking about. But, you know, I guess the label was a little off and the letters were the font was a little off. And-
5: it just stood out to me here. This is where I really noticed what Danielle said. He's got this diner, I called it. Hmm. And I thought, God, that's got to be on purpose.
1: Yeah. And God, it just didn't fit in with Gilmore Girls at all, did it? <laughs> it was hard. No, I
5: mean, that was my problem with it the first yeah. two times I'd seen it. It was yeah. better for me this time on the third watch. Yeah. It was less jarring. But I remember being like, I'm not watching Gilmore Girls.
1: But I think it's some of Milo's best work. I re- he really pulled me in. He really, mm-hmm. really, really pulled me in with this because he was so hurt. And he was so lost, and he was so confused, and, and mm-hmm. I, uh. I, I just loved him in this episode. I, lo- I, just fell in love with him again in this episode. So I'm like, you know, I'm I'm all there for for Jess now, hoping that he, God, I mean, just I mean, getting thrown out by his father. He hadn't even shown. He he just shows up, and his father's rejecting him again. I mean, the poor kid. You know he's 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 in a tough spot. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, I, I my my natural protective instincts. You know, just me, Scott was mm-hmm. was really just man. Just by, I was just fired up. Are
5: him. you, Scott, regretting Luke? Not that you can regret it, but how are you feeling about the fact that Luke had to tell him if, you got to go? Then, if you're not, going to he gonna did go. fail
1: him. He did fail him. Oh. And I and I do feel bad. I, mm-hmm. I, and I know that Luke feels bad, and he should feel bad. He mm-hmm. did fail him, because he, he's he, with a young kid. It's you know it's, you got to pick your moments to be that rigid and that stern. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like I said in the last podcast, why isn't there a world where where you can sit somebody down and really talk to them and really support them and really love them? Mm-hmm. Instead of all of this, this has got to be my way garbage and, you know, and all this. And, 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 and my God, I just, I don't know how anybody, especially a kid that vulnerable, that smart, that sensitive and that troubled, how is he, he's not going to respond well to that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I mean, they're going to make mistake after mistake, after mistake, after mistake. The only, and I, ag- and I agreed with uh um Sasha, right? It's like, you got to love these people, man. You got to mm-hmm. love them and you got to hug them and you got to be patient with them and they're going to screw up and you got to just factor that into the equation and alter your behavior.
5: Yeah, so, I as, so
1: But Luke, again, like Luke is not the guy to raise or to, or to be there for this kid.
5: I don't, I won't go as far to say Luke failed him, but I'm not sure Luke made the right call. I don't know, Danielle, what were you going to say?
4: I know you're going to, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, I don't think he failed him. And I actually do think Luke is what Jess needed. Like I do I think do, that so, he yeah. needs somebody that's not going to enable him. And also he needs somebody that's going to put him in his place a little bit. And that's what Luke was doing. And so I do think he needed that guidance and he needed that discipline. I just feel like at that point, Jess wasn't willing to receive that. And that's not necessarily a dig on Luke. Just mm. I think not um, uh, em- emotionally and from like a maturity standpoint, Jess wasn't able to, he didn't want it enough on his own.
1: But why couldn't Luke show him his heart? Why couldn't Luke show Jess how he her- did by letting him no. stay with him? I understand that.
5: And trying but, to, like, he's more doing it like it's his duty, it's his job as the uncle, as opposed to, uncle lo- like I think, parents. what Scott's saying, like from his heart. You know what, we're like, getting, yeah. we're, we're
1: getting at a, a um, um. A, me, a lot of men's inability to open up their hearts and let their heart pour out. They fe- they think that that is weakness mm-hmm. as opposed to what it really is, is real strength and trust, right? So why can't, why can't he sit down? Why can't Luke be emotional with Jess? Right. Is he afraid Jess will perceive that as weakness?
5: No, I think it's Luke has a real hard time with that.
1: No, I, I know why Luke can't do it, but it's like this gets to the issue of why men can't communicate as well as women can and why there's maybe i mean i don't want to go off on a tangent here but i wanted to see a softer luke i wanted to see a luke mm-hmm. that was more supportive and gentle with that boy and and loving and open up his heart because wouldn't that have been powerful
5: yes i agree instead with of you. all
1: this like hey i'm the boss and and um and what i say goes and you went against it and you're gone you Gruff. broke my rules and you're gone yeah, yeah. okay so that's I agree with the, you, pr- that's God. a predictable character that's a pre- predictable character trait we all knew that was coming we all saw it coming a mile away and you know Jess was going to screw up and Luke was going to toss him out but wouldn't the the most moving scene uh would have been Luke opening up his heart to that kid and showing him how it affected him yeah like imagine Luke in tears
5: yeah i agree with you
1: like shattered, yeah. Like I'm kid, I'm I'm dying for you here, man.
5: And I think that lo- would worked. I, I it would have mm-hmm. worked, right? Yeah. I
1: think that's going to be more effective going forward. I support that, you
5: know. And don't you feel for mm-hmm. Jess? He's mm-hmm. been rejected by his mom, taken in by his uncle, but semi-sort of. I, I don't know. I don't use the word rejected, but like a firm hand, and then it blew up. And now he's being rejected by his dad a second time. Oh. Yeah. His dad left him. And now essentially his dad, and this element sort of would have been an interesting show trying to sort of navigate all that. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's right.
1: amazing Isn't it amazing how Jess has just sort of taken over the narrative? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where our hearts are now.
5: Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're not so
1: much with Rory... Rory's going to be successful. We're like, yeah, she's put the hard work. We're not so much with anybody else. We're engaged with this Jess dilemma. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to Jess? Jess, Jess. And and you know, I think I think it just shows you why Milo's such a star. Yeah. You know, he he commands that kind of attention, mm-hmm. right? Cuz of his skill set. So
5: yeah, you're anyway. right. He was so good in this episode. And I think ah, it's significant that so he said, great. I didn't come here to bust your balls. He's right. throwing it out there right away that he's like, that's not what this was about to relive the 17 years you were gone. Mm-hmm. And he's basically we haven't gotten there yet. But he says, like, I have nowhere else to go. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that
4: was yeah. the hard part, because mm-hmm. Jimmy was talking about how much of a screw up he is and like, you don't want to be near me. And and Jess was like, no, I'm the one that doesn't have anything. Right. And that's when, and oh, that's when he finally admits broke. it.
6: Like he he's been like playing the cool guy. I know what I'm doing. Like you know the
4: whole time in Stars oh, and Hollow, the, the apple doesn't far fall far from the tree. Right. Is really yeah. yeah yeah interesting. And yeah.
1: I'm glad Luke was hard on Jimmy.
4: Totally.
5: Because that's
1: the guy that deserves it.
5: That's right. That's, that's the right. guy
1: that like get your act together. You're in your 40s for God's sake. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, I and, agree with and,
1: you. And but Jess was the one that needed soft heart. He needed a heart.
5: Man. Yeah, because that's what he hasn't right. had. And that would you know, have there's, been there's interesting. A, there's
1: there's a great quote going around now. Um, uh, well, it's been going around for a long time. But uh, there was a quote that says, "You want to save the world, go home and love your family." Right. And uh, mother, it's a mo- attributed to Mother Teresa. So I just I just wanted to put that out there. For the podcast audience, because I know you'll appreciate it. And I think Luke could benefit from that.
5: That would have been an interesting way to tell the story. Mm
1: -hmm. That if Luke,
5: even if he'd been that way up till now, that gruff sort of rules, Mm -hmm. if he would have just totally changed and realized like, hey, we're in a mess here. Let's take a breath. Let's hug. Let's solve this.
1: So here's maybe a theory. Okay. Just popped into my little head. Uh, maybe this uh, pilot idea spin-off was doomed from the get-go because here we are, uh loving a show that is in deeply entrenched in family values. It's all about family values,
7: mm-hmm. or the
1: lack there, not really the lack thereof, but families trying to come together mm-hmm. and work it out. Mm-hmm. And here we have this this seminal scene. In this episode, in a show, when the audience is all about family values and they love watching the show on repeat every single day of their lives because they agree that family values matter the most. And here we have a father mm-hmm. who's going to be a lead in a pilot who's telling his son, you don't want to be near me. I don't right. want to be near you. I mean, it's just like the worst thing you could say. Right in a scene to a young it's boy. It's very
5: different than the conflict that Lorelai and Emily have.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was just <sighs> depraved almost.
5: Well, it, and I also it, don't it was horrible understand. To listen I guess to. obviously, Sasha is a good, gr- a great mom to that little girl in the cupboard, mm-hmm. and you get the vibe that Jimmy is a good, yeah fake stepfather because they're not married. So, But uh, but, but I'm sorry, I have to
1: interrupt, but uh, to, no, I, wanted please. To, I wanted to finish my point. It's like, how are you trying to hook the Gilmore audience with a character like that that, that doesn't want to be around his own son?
5: Right. When but your whole sticking...
1: audience is about family values, you want them to migrate over to this pilot? Like, how yep, is that possible?
6: But I think it's because of Jess. Like, you've seen him through all of this, and, and, you know, a lot of people are team Jess for, I think, this reason. It's that you feel for him. You want him to succeed, and he just he keeps failing, and you want to just keep rooting for him. And I think it's more following Jess than... I understand what you're saying, but I think it's more following Jess than, like, the family dynamic.
5: Oh, I see. But I think Scott's point is, and I don't want to speak for Scott, you say, he's saying that wasn't enough for these the Gilmore fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even, like, whoever makes these decisions. That's not enough. Right. This was too much of a pivot, essentially, from Mm -hmm. what we know and love.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: And we don't know Sherilyn Fenn's character enough yet to give her a shot. Do you know what I mean? We're like, we like her, but we don't know anything yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, did you ever see anything like that in Gilmore Girls? Except with, you know, Emily and Richard. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. But, right, right, right. But they never, it's different. It's different. They're, it yeah. they're yeah. Well, yeah. okay, speaking of, so we go back now to the Gilmores and we're, this is where we meet Miss Celine, And obviously that's Alex Borstein. So they brought her back, you know, the harp player. Mm-hmm. So they brought her back for this role. She must've got a break from um, Family Guy, <laughs> which I thought she was a bit over the top, but I still yeah. laughed at the scenes. hmm So Richard and Emily, everyone's trying on clothes, and Emily looked so pretty in this scene. I was like, "You know what? She
1: she did, didn't she?"
5: Yeah, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she is! Yeah, that's no Uh grandma." (laughs) (laughs) So we're sort of going back and forth. So we're sort of getting to that, and then we're going back to Chilton, and the girls are handing out the yearbooks and tearing out the page. That they don't like their photo in. <laughs> you know. So we've kind of got that going on. And, and then you know, poor...
4: This is where, um, this is where the hug actually
5: was. This is where the hug
4: is. Poor Brad, and that's his only photo in the yeah. yearbook. <laughs> 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 and he just cut off his
5: little, he was, little he face. In, he wasn't at school for like half the year, so he got one photo. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. So, Lord. Okay, so we're jumping around. So then we go back to Jimmy and Sasha's, and this is where... Jimmy's brought Jess home and he sort of has to go into the kitchen to talk to Sasha. And this is where we find out, like, so Sasha's like sitting on the counter drinking a beer. And this is really where Sasha says, like, I guess we're just roomies Mm -hmm. because Jimmy didn't tell her that he had gone to Stars Hollow to talk to Jess. Right.
1: right. The same deceptive behavior that we see now has landed him in this (laughs) position in his life at this late stage. Right.
5: And also plot hole. Jimmy obviously talked to Liz because how would Jimmy know if he has not been communicating with them that Jess is in Star's Hollow with you, Luke? You know he's right. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> got. Yeah.
5: He obviously yeah. had to find that out from Liz, maybe.
1: Right. How would yeah. he do He's
5: not just gonna show up where the uncle lives. Right. Plot hole, right. but <laughs> I can deal with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: So I don't know, Sherilyn Fenn there, I get it, but it was a little harsh and it was a little awkward with just there, all this, it was a lot of awkward for me.
1: I would have liked to have seen that pilot spinoff with Sherilyn Fenn and Milo. Mm
5: -hmm. And just get, you just (laughs) fired Rob (laughs) Estes. No, if he's
1: going to be that extremely out of it and so um, uh, incapable I mean I, I don't know that we want to watch a man that age who is so um challenged challenged yeah. by uh, uh day-to-day life you know um and it's 5 years prior he finally got his act together so th- that means drugs and alcohol and and you know just kind of wacky behavior and partying and all yeah, that Yeah maybe they didn't, you could see they it didn't on make his him
5: likable enough
1: but put him in the in the background as a recurring something you know and we're gonna go visit your dad and he's in jail you know or you know he's he's, you know what i mean right yeah he's 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 doing five to ten on a on a
5: and like i said and i don't mean to be a broken record it didn't go to series so something was right not working yeah. You know, so, OK, so then we go back and we Well, see just the... real quick,
6: Amy, in like the, uh, I was looking up like why. And a lot of it is also because the location would have been too expensive. Oh, yes, ah, that's right. I that's, remember that's that. A, that's an
1: excuse. That's just an excuse.
6: But I do remember reading that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you have to be crazy not to give Milo his own show. I mean, he was so popular on Gilmore and that's, that's a big audience. You know, give him his own show. I also give him, was the, give him looking the right at... vehicle.
5: The timeline for Heroes because he mm-hmm. starts Heroes in 2006, I believe,
6: mm-hmm.
5: and the Gilmore goes through 2007. So mm-hmm. he essentially does get his own show. Just mm-hmm. took a minute. Well, I, <laughs> just took a you minute. know,
1: the move to give him his own show was to get him into New Haven and he was ha- he's hanging with Rory at Yale. And then uh, we're, we're all eliminated. <laughs> it's just those two.
5: Well, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. Then
1: we're all recurring. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, that's I guess the, I, that's I, I guess the this new is- series.
5: I guess this is a good time to talk about it. So are we all aligned? We still got a little more to cover, but are we all aligned in that this wouldn't have made a good enough show? I don't think so, personally.
1: I don't know. I think if it's Milo and uh, Sherilyn Fenn, yes. And Rob Estes is a little removed, and then he's rehabilitated as a character, and he comes back as a more likable person.
5: Or yes. would, have, would you have liked it if they wrote him more likable Oh, in this. Yeah, then, so
1: I gave you that. It's like, hey, man, how you doing? Man? You're cool. Everything cool? Well, would you have
5: liked it if Rob <laughs> Estes came? A st- okay, a stoner, so,
1: just like some stoner guy.
5: <laughs> so maybe we keep last week's as last week's, right? Because he was, we didn't learn enough. Like, you know, Luke came at him. That's fine. He goes to see Jess and runs off. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So we keep that as is. Would you have liked it better in this? If immediately, as soon as Jess comes to see Jimmy, Jimmy's like, I'm so sorry. I blew it like more. No, remorseful, no, 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 more... no,
1: no, 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 no more melodrama, please. I, 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 I think, listen, if it's a, if, if Jimmy is a character, not unlike the dude in, uh, uh that Jeff Bridges right, did. Right. And, and, I'm and not the, sold on this, but
5: I'll give it. Hang the, on. The, the <laughs> and Jess yours. has to,
1: and, and he's just so laid back and cool and funny and doesn't give a crap about anything. And, and Jess pretty much has to raise him. So hmm. it forces Jess to grow up. Now hmm. I'm taking care of my dad. My dad can't really ha- hack it, but he's he's not stressed about it. He's just sort okay. of let it all go. That's and then an angle. they can I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Maybe I have. Maybe it's 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 already been filmed somewhere else, but but make that a laid back guy who really needs Jess more than Jess needs him. And then in that they find each other it's eventually. An
5: angle? So Tara Danielle, do you think you would have? Is there anything that could have happened with Jimmy for you to like the idea of this show more?
4: I mean, I think I think I would have been interested in this show in the spinoff. I didn't need it, but I would have been interested to watch it. I think. Um... I, I do like that thought of of just having to help raise his dad and yeah. them growing mm-hmm. up together. I do like that. I think mm-hmm. that it could be really, really cool.
5: Yeah.
1: yeah, I like it, too. All right. So let's go with that. Let's so- write it. We'll get it.
5: We'll- <laughs> get in the way
1: back machine. We'll do it all over.
5: <laughs> way back machine. OK, so now we'll go back to the drama. So we've got Lorelai sort of running out of the Gilmore. She's just done. Rory chases like- after her. Go
4: ahead. I feel like this episode has like you almost need to like do the Jess the Jess storyline and then recap yeah. like the the yeah. Gilmore storyline because we also haven't talked about the very very beginning when Luke tells Lorelai that Jess is gone. Yes, we
5: did. That's what we, Yes, we Was, did. Was were
4: my headphones off?
5: <laughs> um, <laughs> No, Cause I, for
4: a minute. I have that. it as not having talked we, yet because I delete as I go.
5: Well, we definitely talked about it because we <laughs> talked about uh, for everybody listening. Sorry to be boring. We talked about how we saw a new side of the porch because Luke moved her over. We
6: more talked about the moving, and we talked not about really, the,
5: not Luke, like
6: actually, not like, like, actually
5: him saying it, and Lorelai
4: holding the secret from Rory. Right?
5: No, we have not talked about that. Okay, talk about that.
4: Yeah, so obviously in that scene, Luke is like trying to get the attention, you know, from outside the kitchen window. And Lorelai goes outside and Luke tells her, Jess is gone. And that's when we we did talk about this a little bit, how Luke says he failed him, which we already discussed. But I did find it interesting that Lorelai made a conscious decision to not tell Rory right then and there. Bad move. I thought that was gnarly. Yeah, I did too. I get it. I get why she didn't because Rory's so wrapped up in... Her studies and right. this might derail her but also at the same time like i also don't right. see rory being like where's jess i haven't heard from jess well, like, who's like, a
5: boyfriend that they don't talk to yeah, for like days exactly <laughs> yeah like, but I, I
6: feel like with the ending on how it left off with like he left he couldn't go to the prom like it would be a couple days they probably didn't want to chat that's why they're I was in a like, fight. yeah, they're in a fight, basically. Like, <laughs> and it does give
5: us that good scene, right? I mean, I don't know, Scott. What do you think? Should Lorelai have told Rory right away?
6: No, no.
1: I, I like that scene in the foyer when Lorelai, uh, Rory comes out and says something, Buster. And you know, it was kind of, it was really funny. Definitely not. To, and she says to herself, definitely not the time
5: to. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. that was good. That was good.
3: at
5: So fast forward, where we do learn is that Rory leaves with Lorelai to go home from the sort of incident back at the Gilmores. And I think apparently uh-huh. they went to Soup Plantation. They get to the light and we see. But wait a
1: minute, wait a minute. Let's go back and dissect that scene.
5: <laughs> okay, that's fine. Because you know, that, that was a big
1: scene, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Emily lying to Lorelai right. about the dinner time and.
5: I know but, that was mean. But, but, but
1: wasn't she somewhat just... I mean, Emily's very hurt that Friday night dinners are over, right? And they're trying to move on and they don't act, want to include Lorelai anymore. If, if Lorelai is so um, cold about cutting them off after they've been doing Friday night dinners for how long? Two years? right? Is, is she and she Right. So it's just like, oh, we're not obligated anymore. Uh, more I didn't, than two years. I didn't gain any more of a family feeling from uh, you, uh, Emily, and you, Richard, and I don't want to waste my time with you even once a week. Now that we're all successful and we've come, I mean, she probably feels incredibly used. I mean, think about how used Emily feels for her right. money, <laughs> and she's doling out these wonderful dinners and trying to bond with her granddaughter, and tr- even trying to bond with with Lorelai.
4: Look, so co- I agree. I, I it's a I, I mess see all both, around.
1: I see both sides.
4: Same. That's yeah, exactly Yeah, I also right. am not, like, thrilled. Like, I get, like, wanting to spend time with your granddaughter. But, like, I'm also not thrilled that she, like, yearns for the control to do the, to have to do the Friday night dinners. And, like,
5: now that that's, she doesn't have the control but I think it was to like do like her, that. She doesn't feel, she doesn't believe that they will come if she doesn't have the control.
6: Yeah, and also, like, she's not going to go to Stars Hollow because Lorelai never really wants her around. And, you know, I, I think it's always going to have to be on Emily's turf.
5: Mm-hmm. It's a hot yeah. mess. It's okay. a mess,
1: yeah. A mess. But it provided a great scene.
5: Yeah, and I agree of- with you completely, <laughs> Scott, that I yeah. I see both both sides. I see mm-hmm. all three sides. I see all four sides. I see Richard's perspective, Emily's perspective, Rory's perspective. Because I also agree, Rory is doing the right thing for herself and her family, essentially, by continuing to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. I don't fault her for that for no. one second. Yeah. And
1: desperately wanting uh, Rory to come over and help with the swatch and help pick out the outfit. Yeah.
5: She just wants to see her granddaughter. She's yeah. dying to yeah. see her
1: granddaughter. She misses yeah. her.
5: And I get why... Lorelai's pissed, and I get why. Richard's like, everyone stay for dinner. Rory, you know, I think Rory. <laughs> we have, have no plans to tonight.
0: <laughs> hey, I think Rory would have enjoyed
5: the dinner, and I actually think Lorelai uh, would have too. I don't really get why Emily was so B-I-T-C-H-E to not invite her daughter to dinner. Like that because, was like
1: b- because, because oh. as I said, she cut them off a Friday night dinner obligation. Lorelai's the one that brought it up. We don't have to go now.
5: Right, but
1: after look, I don't care. I, but I don't care how bad a relationship you have with your family, if you're going every Friday night for two years, and you're sharing all of that stuff, you're bound to maybe come together a little bit. Yeah, you know, and like if if wounds can't heal after you know a hundred and four mm-hmm. Friday mm-hmm. night right. dinners plus plus plus, <laughs> right? All the other appearances they made and all the effort they made to show up and support Rory and. Somewhat support uh, Lorelai as well. I mean, there's, where's the evolution of this show? Where's the evolution of the characters? Where's the evolution of that narrative? On now this, we're back yeah. in, you know, Crapville with the hard feelings and resentment and but on let's, ag- this, let's ignore each other, let's abuse each other. And it's like, what have we invested so much time in to witness?
5: On the same scene? note, though, Emily could have just said, Oh, okay, yeah, let's all have dinner. When that, when the, you know, woman comes out, housekeeper, chef, whatever she is called Lupe says, dinner's <laughs> ready. Emily should have said, Lorelai, do you want to stay for dinner? She too?
1: didn't want her there.
5: I know, yeah. but that's my beef with Emily in that Emily, you get a lot. What's the saying? You get more bees with, with honey st- than you do. Vinegar. Right. So Emily could have said to Lorelai, we'd love for you to stay. Let's all stay. And then they have, let's say it goes great. And they have a great dinner. Then you're on the road to recovery, essentially. Let's say the dinner went great. So then she says, you know what, Mom, like let's have dinner every other week on a Friday or Saturday. We'll play it by ear. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I thought I think Emily
5: being so mean really caused a worse problem. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like what really put like really sealed the deal was when Rory told Emily, I think you're being stupid. Mm -hmm. And I think Emily is gonna have a real Hard time with the fact that her granddaughter told her that. That's such mm-hmm. an important note, that line. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Because, was... like,
4: oh, like,
1: yeah.
4: I also mm-hmm. know Rory one doesn't talk like that and yeah. definitely doesn't talk like that
5: to Richard and Emily. Right. Oh,
1: yeah. That was a yeah. tough one. That was a knife right in the heart there. Wow.
5: Well, and then we get another knife. So, this was the scene I sort of started to talk about. So, then they get to the stoplight. And Luke mm-hmm, is sweeping, mm-hmm, and Luke runs okay,
1: what away. Was, what was go- What was Luke doing? Sweeping. <laughs> but I know, but his head was like, was he talking? It was
5: to Was aggressive sweeping was what I. <laughs> but but about. it was like
1: his head was bouncing up and yeah, down. It was when it, when, when he looked up, I mean, what the heck was going on with him? It looked that,
5: like he saw a ghost.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, it was just like
5: fire was a very aggressive.
1: What was, it, was? Is he like crazy, Luke? Like talking yeah. to himself and like. Muttering. Yeah. And, yeah. It was, then, I, I rewound that about four times, just laughed my butt It was off.
5: some serious sweeping. And then Rory says, Why did he do that? And then this is the moment Laura says Jess is gone. Yeah. They don't know where. And uh she says Luke doesn't think he's coming back, and she says, Neither do I. See, Which this, oh
1: this is another example. A, this is another example of how you know naturally great alexis is
5: mm-hmm. because
1: the, she just you could just see her and feel her absorb these these this horrible news right and mm-hmm. how she processes it she just you could see everything happening in her eyes mm-hmm. and her mm-hmm. and her body i mean it's just wonderful acting i i was really yeah, yeah, it was just right. like she's so vulnerable such a great way to approach the craft you know just, yeah. she's so open it's wonderful to watch yeah big scene Big scene. Yeah, I will massive. It and
4: was... then Lorelai gets the red, t- or the it's the ticket for running cold. the red. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I will say uh, the one thing,
6: uh, just real quick. The, this episode had so many big moments back at Stars Hollow, and. And Emily and Richards that I think that the crossover unfortunately just took away from it because I completely Mm -hmm. forgot about that scene Mm -hmm. in the car until I rewatched I was like oh yeah like Mm -hmm. that's how she found out I forgot about the valedictorian thing in this episode I think it like you're right it was a lot Uh of back and forth that we I don't think we needed for such an important scene back at Stars (sighs) Hollow.
4: It was hard to keep up, like, okay, we're in Venice, California right now, okay, we're in Stars Hollow, we're at Emily's house, like, it was a lot of, like, ping pong, which normally I really like, but it was just, felt like two different storylines happening in one episode. Right,
1: it's like, like, I guess Milo was a series regular on the show at that point, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know, it just felt, yeah, just, yeah, it was, right, you're right. Tara, it, it was just... Uh, you, just like you forget was,
6: about these little moments.
1: Right, exactly. And that's what the show is. Do you we know, think that's, the show... At its, at, at its best, that's what the show is. It's peppered with these little little humorous moments and then these big emotional beats and all that. I
5: Danielle kind of suggested this. Do you think you would have liked this episode better, Scott, if there was a 30 minutes of all... Gilmore girl, you know, the Gilmore girl stuff, Rory, mm-hmm, Lorelai, mm-hmm. Emily, you, everybody over here. And we watched that for 30 minutes. And then the second half of the episode was everything in LA Ooh. instead of this boom, 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 boom. Should it have done that? And then, the, and then no, you know, cause the audience, the audience
1: away. would have clicked off. They would have lost. You think I don't, I think I would have I th- stayed th- I think out they would of curiosity. Been... Even I think they would have been confused. Yeah.
5: You don't think no. they know Jess well enough now that they would have followed him for 30 minutes? No. Mm-mm.
1: Mm. Mm-mm. I think it would have been confusing.
5: I respectfully disagree.
1: Everybody, because, I mean, I, you know, we, we were watching those scenes for a couple of minutes and we wanted to go back to Stars Hollow, right?
5: No, I didn't necessarily I did. want to go back. I, I just wasn't sold on what I was seeing there. Yeah. I actually
4: liked the whole, all the the scenes in, in California. I I liked them.
5: Yeah, I agree. I just felt disjointed.
4: Yeah, like bigger picture, I could have taken that part of it out and placed it somewhere else. You know what I would have liked, Amy, is if we did the Gilmore Girl scene and then you have that scene where uh, Jess, I mean, Rory says, I don't think he is either. And Mm -hmm. then we cut to California. and he's getting off the
5: bus. There you go. And that starts that episode. What I want is somebody, I don't know, this is an experiment, somebody, I don't even know how you do this because I don't know how to do this, Re-edits the episode, oh, so <laughs> we no, can not. watch it again. <laughs> just like Danielle's saying, so we watch all, all right. the stuff, and it ends with, "I don't either." And then we can still have the funny bit. They pull through the light, and the police pull them over, and then slow fade. We see Jess coming off the bus, and then yeah. we watch all, all those right. all scenes. Right.
1: All right. Yeah, no, we can and do this. How do we, we do that? Let's how- let's do that first, <laughs> Let's do that. So, uh, can we get to pop culture, please?
5: <laughs> wait, first you have to give best lines, but uh. I don't have any. Wait, lo- but the, wait, wait we all, didn't get to but... the last scene. Oh, we sort of touched on it. Okay, so th- then we go to this last scene that, Scott, you sort of talked about. We're in the bookstore. And weirdly, Jimmy comes in like a father being like, if you're going to go to a bookstore, you got to tell me where you're going. I've been in 10 bookstores. And then proceeds to acknowledge the Bowie song, which I thought Scott was important. Cause you, it stood out to you too. So obviously it was a very conscious choice cause they bring it up in this. And it's kind of the, why are you here? And he's like, you come in, you didn't even talk to me. And he's like, I did want to talk to you. And then you're right. It was a very weird, sudden turn. You can't stay here. I just didn't. Sorry. And Jimmy says, I'm a screw up. And Jess says, I have nothing. And then it's, let me talk to Sasha. It was just a very, it seemed like that should have been an hour long scene that was. I think they got some very bad
1: feedback on those scenes with the father and son, and that's why they decided not to go with it. It was more of the same. It didn't feel right. And, uh, you know, polling said, don't do this. Anyway, you know, I think we've beaten that horse. Uh,
6: And uh, I just have to say, the very, very last scene where it announces that she's a valedictorian leads up to next week, which is my favorite episode of the whole series.
1: All right, okay. But this let's talk about this scene. This was a very nice scene for Lorelai. Look, who's become a She's Right, exactly. And she gets to really beam with pride and love and joy Mm -hmm. to her daughter. Mm -hmm. And they have that really great moment in the kitchen. And Rory acknowledges that, you know what an amazing thing she has done. And she's so
5: humble about it. And that played very genuine to me. Like Mm -hmm. she didn't not tell Mm -hmm. for any reason other than she doesn't want to be a bragger basically. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really the difference between let's revive the horse again to beat it some more. But uh, that's the difference because we get these quality (laughs) characters in Gilmore. Right. And they may have messy lives and all that, but they're striving. And they're Mm -hmm. doing well and they're making progress. And then we go back to the beach and it's all like, I don't want you as my kid. Get out of here. It's like, it's just a different world. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different world that I think the audience just said, no, thank you. And I think we're saying the same thing.
3: At PurdueGlobal.edu.
1: Okay, you guys, get ready. Uh, look, strap in because we've got Whoa. some intel coming in live. It's coming in through my pager.
5: It's coming across the wire.
1: Yeah, I still have a pager. It's coming across the wire. It, it's, it's it's like it's like Morse code coming through, and I, I can I can read Morse code. Um, it's we'll all coming you. through on the teletype machines. They're going crazy ready. in here. Can you hear the racket? Bring um, it. But we've got some intel. We've got some, uh, you know, we've got a little, uh, you know, side notes and stuff that uh, my crack team and iHeart's crack team noticed.
5: The cool kids call mm-hmm. it BTS.
1: BTS. Yeah, Behind
5: the
3: scenes.
1: Yeah. One day we will be cool kids, and <laughs> we will be able to just say BTS without <laughs> having to be reminded to say it. That's that's it. Anyway, so let, let's get into this, huh? You know, this episode was indeed, and I know we we're discussing. There's a little bit of uh, confusion about it, but. Uh, this was the backdoor pilot for the Jess spinoff called Windward Circle. Oh, uh, it had a
5: name. W- Windward Circle. Oh my God! God bless you. Okay. Right, Windward, Windward Circle. Circle, which not is getting like that.
1: not getting that at all. No. Windward Circle could be you know it could be miscon you know that that's an easy na- title to butcher. You well, know I don't like,
5: even understand what the Windward Ho, was.
1: Windward Rectangle. Wind. Whoa,
5: Juicy Just, knowledge. Yeah,
1: but the but the project was abandoned due to the high cost of shooting at Venice Beach. Wink, wink. Um,
5: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: all right. The opening kitchen scene. Lorelai's making coffee, and she p- fill. Remember when she's sneaking around, not wanting to wake up Rory, thinking that Rory yes, was asleep. Of course. Okay. So, uh, so she she fills the pot with water and adds the coffee to the machine, but she never pours the water in. She just sets the pot full of clean water on the burner of the coffee maker and leaves it. Oh. Yes. Shocked are you as, as I am? Shocked. It's shocking. Plot
5: hole. Plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. When R- Lorelai and Rory are in the kitchen in the beginning and Luke is outside the back door waving at Lorelai, keeps popping his head in three or four times, which is kind of comical. Yes.
5: Uh, when it she also startled me.
1: Right, it's just—I think it's supposed to. Yeah, so you, the audience, are, you, the audience, are supposed to be part of the scene.
5: Well, and what I noticed is—and I could be wrong—but I noticed mm-hmm. that normally there's curtains there, mm-hmm. and they were opened or oh. gone so that we could see Luke bebop in.
1: That's a good piece of uh, intel. Wow, thank you, nice one. Uh, so anyway, so so Luke is outside the back door waving at Lorelai, and it's when she no goes out,
5: windward circle. It certainly isn't. <laughs> it sounds like
1: a soap opera, does
5: <laughs> Like the sands through the hourglass.
1: Oh, it's windward. So
5: is the windward circle
1: like like wind through the windmills? Yeah. It's windward circle. Oh my god!
5: Maybe it what didn't is get picked that? up because of the name. <laughs> Sorry, chess uh, yeah, fans.
1: W- we we apologize. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll be going to a group and, and being reprogrammed after this. Uh, so he's outdoor w- w- outdoors waving at Lorelai a couple of times. And when she finally goes outside, she's actually walking out through the side door of the living room. And this is because the kitchen was built on a soundstage, of course. No! And the kitchen door doesn't actually lead <gasps> outside. It doesn't. So we went from a sound stage where that door leads to like concrete and, you know, massive uh, sidewall there to cutting to filming that scene at the actual house that Lorelai uses for all the exteriors. We used that house for all the exteriors the hoop of stuff walking up, wow. the car pulling up. I all did that. not yes.
5: even get mm-hmm. an inkling of that. So, yes.
1: Isn't that great? How, how smooth editor. that was. Yeah. How smooth yeah. the filming of that was and all that. So the kitchen door actually does it doesn't actually lead outside. That makes it look like she was stepping outside. They had to use the living room oh. side door as a stand in for oh. the back door on see? the other side of it. As they're set, the cameras are set up at Lorelei's actual exterior house, you know, way across the, the lot at Warner brothers. And so juicy. we could be out there on the porch. Yeah, this is, isn't that Very cool. Very juicy. Yeah, the magic of, mm-hmm. of, of 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 TV. The magic of yeah. making TV. Uh, great, okay,
5: great, great scoop.
1: At the seven thirty point, when Lorelei walks in front of the window, you can see, and this is still, I think, on the porch, right? Uh, you can still see the ref- you can see the reflection of the camera and a person looking at a piece of paper. Oh. Maybe that was scripty. <gasps>
5: Whoa, yeah. can we try and zoom in on that for I, Instagram?
1: Yeah, well I don't I think we can. We can. We've got think we got a crack can.
5: staff that can do We're, that.
1: There's a crack staff working in <laughs> collaboration with my crack staff at 111. Uh <laughs> I think you guys are a floor below mine. We got uh, so
5: many people. Literally we got, we we
1: got one person. <laughs> one
5: person. <laughs> Between all of us. One person doing at all these At stuff. the
1: eight oh eight point, uh the sparklets water cooler yes get this ready
5: yeah
1: it's missing the bottle of water
5: oh it's just empty like they no. ran out no they're waiting for but, the
1: guy The bottle's not even there yeah well
5: maybe it's not uh, on the porch they have no water waiting. they have no water <laughs> oh thirsty. they're parched. maybe that's why the coffee pot never got
1: filled <laughs> what's happening they're 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 dehydrated
5: they
1: are i'm worried now i All noticed right. some
5: pop tarts out on the table is at that one point, scripty's but... fault <laughs> <laughs> it's scripty.
1: scripty. i don't know you know i think that is well maybe it, it didn't need to match because from a prior take or a prior right, setup right. in the scene so if it wasn't there in one it can't be there in any other
5: i thinking about scripty the other day for some reason why uh-huh. was i doing that and i actually <clears throat> mentioned it to Danielle on a phone call i was like well what about scripty why did i say that <laughs> <laughs> god we need to meet scripty but anyway yeah. keep going yeah keep going. uh
1: i'll tell you I, we, we I have digress. a new, we have a new scripty up here on sullivan's crossing and uh, you can't mess with her she's tough Oof. god Man, there's a
5: what, lot of turnover what, in this no but
1: when but, but but a lot but, of turnover. but i'll tell you I tell you, she's she's like you don't want to mess with her, right?
5: What would be the next job if you're a scripty? Yeah. What would be the next like when you get promoted? What do you go to?
1: I don't know that you go to anything. Script supervisor doesn't really lead to anything
5: because that's sort of the top thing.
1: Well, I don't.
5: In its, in its I don't. Way. I
1: don't think there's a. a, a uh, I mean, you don't graduate to script supervisor once you're... I, I think you just start doing that. You're can either you either a person that has great detail and great focus and ca- and can keep a lot of balls in the air at the same time for a, an extended period every single day for 14 it. hours. Yeah, that takes a very special person. Because
5: I would suddenly be texting. I'd be like, excuse <laughs> right? me,
1: and just miss the whole <laughs> Exactly. <thing. laughs> You'd miss the thing. <laughs> yes. You know, the dinosaur wouldn't appear when, you know, the T-Rex actually shows up because you're... Yeah. <laughs> And it's that like, Oops, sorry, missed that. Does sorry, not
5: get a break. I
1: am so sorry, Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> I am so sorry, Mr. Goldblum. I was texting. I didn't know. Anyway,
5: uh- <laughs> they're like, there was a great TikTok that I just had to see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, listen, you're you're in the right job. Yeah, you, know, you, you you've you found the right job. I don't um, have a
5: lot of attention to detail now. <laughs>
1: um. Uh, Okay, at 8.18, Mark, uh, when Jess's bus pulls up to the curb at Venice Beach,
5: yes, yes, uh,
1: Litsky Studio Rentals is clearly visible on the side of the bus. (laughs) No. Then as Jess crosses the street, you can see a tourist taking pictures of the camera crew. I love it. I literally love it. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then- at 10.36, clown pillow makes an appearance.
5: Really? So we yes. had double clown action there because there was there, a clown pillow and then there was the wall of clowns at Sasha and right, Jimmy's.
1: Right, right. I, I, I don't know if it's this one and the same. There's no, my crack if staff you, has not provided that detail. If
5: but, you, uh, if we ever get to see Amy and Dan, I need to know what is going on with the clown thing because they definitely got a clown thing.
1: Yeah, they, they, there's no question. There's no question. There's no question about it. I mean, to I mean, with all the detail that they provide, everyone on all levels, and then to yeah. sort of make sure that the, the have the discussion that the clown pillow will appear yeah. in, in just about every episode, right?
5: I am not a yeah. fan of clowns. <laughs> I think it was Poltergeist. did me in. Oh, was Have you cl- seen the original Poltergeist, like the Craig T. Nelson Poltergeist? Of course, of course. That clown who, who, attacks. Who is a fan? What, what who sh- is what, a fan
6: of clowns, though? I
5: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who is there really isn't a fan of some. The,
5: the like, oh my god, let's- it's Clearly.
6: a much,
1: it's a much maligned profession now, yeah. isn't it? Because of all the horror films that yeah. involve clowns, and I think there was like a, you know, a very, very um, successful what's that? one. It? Yeah, it's right. I was thinking, yeah, it right. Oh my God. They're giving clowns a, oh. like Jaws gave sharks a bad don't name. It I mean. is give, Jaws and it sharks and and clowns.
7: It's Although just, I
5: didn't actually think it was all that scary, but it I did, it did give you the the creeps over the clown. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because, because you
1: you probably saw too much clown too soon, right? <laughs>
5: I think I was just older <laughs> when I saw it and I was so prepared right. for it to like ruin my life with fear mm-hmm. that I went in aggressively being ready. And I think it worked because I was like, no, oh, that wasn't
1: that bad. There's, there's certain things that don't age well and they'll scare you. You know, I, the other night there was a, there was a Cary Grant, uh, uh, what do you call it? Extravaganza on, right? Okay. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. They, they like a marathon? The, uh, no, there was a Marilyn Monroe. So I watched some like it hot and I thought it was pretty funny But the guy was talking to himself a lot. You know, there was a lot of monologues. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great. He's a great actor. He's really funny. And to pair those two was kind of genius. But I mean, after about 45 minutes, I was like, you know, I'm kind of tired of this guy talking to himself. And I get the joke. And it's like, he's a a fish out of water with this bombshell. And she's so sweet and all this stuff. It's like, all right. So I just turned it off. And then there was Cary Grant with with Sifir Loren in Houseboat. In Houseboat. And it was a family-friendly sort of a funny thing. And it's just like, after a half hour, I got like, all right, that's, a, that's enough. Well,
5: it's funny you say that because this, for me growing up, Friday mm-hmm. the 13th, the original mm-hmm. and Nightmare on Elm Street and Poltergeist were just mm-hmm. terrifying. Right. And now, especially Friday the 13th, it's almost campy. You're like, why was I so freaked out by this? Although the end, I can't watch.
1: Life, if anyone life toughens you to up, doesn't it? And these films yeah, are like, yeah. are you kidding me?
5: Yeah, it's like the, the end though is right, nightmare right, to
1: me. right. Like The Exorcist. If I was alone, he, he, you know, I saw that when it first came out with my friends, and I, we all turned green and we stayed at my friend's house that night because he was <laughs> Catholic. Like, you know, he was going to protect like so, us. The whole so, thing. So, you know what I mean? So scary. And, and, and it's like now it would probably scare me if I was watching it and. In a house I just bought that was completely That's right. empty in the
5: middle of the night. In right. the middle of
1: the night, and I'm sitting there like I don't want to watch this. Two
5: in the afternoon, you're like I can take this.
1: Yeah, no big deal. I got right? this. Right,
5: but a I'll lot of t- people I- freaked out by Children of the Corn. That one's never is a never little-
1: never saw that. Never saw oh, that. Children. I, I like the title Children of the Corn. Is an <laughs> intriguing title. Yeah, it's like it, it, Children of the Wheat, Children of the Barley. What, uh, did they did they follow up with sequels of different? <laughs> Types I don't of
5: think so. For some reason, I'm trying to remember. Children of the corn. It was scary. It uh-huh. was.
1: It wasn't really. So there was yeah, no children lingered. of the wheat. Right. <laughs> right. Children, children of, the, of the asparagus.
5: Children of the um, What's that new age one that everyone? Children um, of the peppers. Children what's that of the jalapenos. New thing that people eat. Quinoa.
1: Children of the quinoa. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I just called that new age. Like, how old you know, am I? My you know God, what? God, you know what? You know what
1: movie did hold up? North by Northwest. Never I seen. Watch, it. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, Cary Grant, and Eva Marie Saint.
3: Oh God.
1: Oh Never man, it, but... what a film! What a film. Do, I love and James Mason. I love it. James Mason.
5: James Mason. I love horror. but you got anything else? We we get sidetracked. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care for that so much. <laughs> The hot
1: dog stand.
5: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: okay. Used as Dante's. In- no, I mean let's talk about something really great. Dante's Inferno. Uh, enough of that. Enough of that. You know, Alfred Hitchcock
5: stuff. <laughs> right.
7: <laughs>
1: Classic film. Dante's Inferno. Yeah, yeah the, the hot dog stand, uh, used as as Dante's Inferno, uh, uh, is actually the original location of hot dog on a stick.
5: No. Yeah. I love hot dog on a stick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. True story. Okay. It's true, as my son would okay. say. It's true
5: that's Um, great yeah you got some solid intel yeah
1: yeah and that's uh, i'm gonna bring that to a close because my last pit of intel we've already noticed and we've already i'm
5: gonna give you a win on that winward circle (laughs) (laughs) win
1: (laughs) i don't want to be associated with that
5: r.i.p winward circle yeah could have been
1: something right it
5: didn't could have been
1: what could have been yeah but isn't that you know they treat the the I guess they, if that was the pilot episode that was within an episode, a pilot within a, in an episode backdoor of an established Backdoor they
5: show. call it. Backdoor pilot.
1: Is that what they call a backdoor mm-hmm. pilot? You think that's the mm-hmm. terminology? I'm um,
5: feeling pretty sure about that. They
1: must have gotten some horrific feedback not to move forward because you've got that's this. That's what I'm thinking. The, the, you know, they, they, they've yeah. got this beloved character, this, this charismatic uh, Milo, right. Right? Ventimilia. And they don't move forward with it. And they, you know, and they were handing out shows to the guys on Gilmore Girls like they were like and dying candy. I love
5: candy. Rob Estes and Cheryl and Finn. So I, yeah. I, am trying. I, I hope call us Rob Estes because I want to know what happened. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I think it, you know what I think it is. I don't think it's the actors.
5: Mm-mm. I think it's I think Mm-mm. it's the concept. I think it the storyline, right? Yeah.
1: I think it's the concept. Because yeah, I'm you sure but, the
5: money played into it. I, I'm sure that that's no. I think somewhat the concept,
1: True. No, I mean, if you have a concept like, let's say, a supernatural, where you yeah. put two guys together, and you know what I mean, that's the concept. So right. I'm not saying I'm not taking it away from the two leads. Uh,
5: well, it helps when those two guys are Jared and Jensen,
1: right? Definitely. It does, but I mean, there's right. other two guys you could have put in there, and maybe it works too because the concept is so strong. But they just wanted the you know the most popular guys of the day at that time. You know what right. I mean? So of course it was gonna work. Um so yeah, and uh did they have, did 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 Matt Zucchy ever get a, a WB uh spin-off show? No, he, was, he went he from was Gilmore Young. Girls
5: to the good to the good wife. He right. literally so right. went to a humongous show on CBS. Right, but and but, he was amazing. Right. And then right. so he was sort of secondary still, much more elevated than he was on Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. but still was not, it was Juliana Margulies' the show. And the resident though. Is a is Matt Zucari's No, it's show. his show. Sure, he yeah, is his the show. Lead one on season six, percent. and it is yeah. such a good show. Yeah, the, and he the, is awesome on it.
1: The CW mm. let him get away. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah. Hmm. Wow.
5: Fox is stoked on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Fox is like, thank you.
1: Anyway, oh. um, so that's all I got. That's what I got. You
5: did great. All well, right. I go. love that.
1: All right, so let's do favorite lines.
5: I actually just said mine. Look who's become a Soch. I thought that was very funny.
1: <laughs> okay, I agree. I think that's a great line. Uh, Danielle, go ahead, go.
4: All right, my favorite line is is just to the dogs
5: when he says, I swear right. I will bite you back. That's great. <laughs> How many jars of pickles, Scott?
1: Uh, oh, the episode? The episode? The <laughs> episode. I think that, you know, oh, man, I think um, strong. I think it's in. For me, it's between a seven point five and an eight point two.
5: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, do th- you?
1: I, the Venice thing took a lot away from it.
5: You could give it as separate pickle jars. Like I'm kind of giving. I'm going to give the overall a six pickle jars.
1: Yeah, I th- I'm going to give the Gilmore stuff, uh, the Stars Hollow stuff. I'm going to mm-hmm. give that a strong nine and a half.
5: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I th- yeah I think the, the the pickle jars are
5: Danielle a little, little
1: less for the Venice stuff.
4: Seven pickle jars.
5: Okay,
4: I was gonna give it a six. Okay. Yeah. All
6: right.
1: All right, everybody. That's gonna be it. Thank you, ladies. Uh, Tarsood. <laughs> Danielle Rome. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I love it. I love Amy it. Amy
2: Shug. <laughs> I,
5: yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we're ending on a. We're befuddled, sort of, we're and a I feel befuddled. like. Right. And I feel like, Scott, the network probably felt the same way. Because, I think they again, did. So. I agree with you. We do not have any more episodes of the Milo Goes or Just no, Goes no, to Venice no. show.
1: That, that was their shot. That was their shot. Okay. Anyway.
5: What would you have called it? Oh, my God. What would you have named that show?
1: I, you stay off the beach. Um, <laughs> don't, don't go to the beach. <laughs> uh, Venice really stinks in the summer. Next episode, season three, episode 22, the season three finale. (laughs) There are strings, Pinocchio. We will see you next time, everyone. Love you, miss you. Keep the cards and letters coming, keep those emails coming. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, ladies. Stay safe. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount restrictions apply, see program rules in store or at Target.com slash CircleCard.
7: Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring?